Hi, you're listening to the Social Club podcast with me, your host, Catherine Tyler, ex-founder of Digital Moms. Growing a social media business is more challenging than it's ever been, so tune in every week for support to help you succeed. Have you ever thought about running a masterclass? I've been supporting loads of my club members this month and also last year to run their own free masterclasses, many of them for the first time. If you think, I don't know if I could do that, I'm not confident enough, what would I talk about, what if nobody would come, those are all limiting self-beliefs that are going to hold you back from growing your business because anyone can run a masterclass. Why should you run a masterclass though, particularly if you're scared of running one? Because it's not in your comfort zone, you're in your fear zone, that's exactly when we all want to run in the opposite direction and convince ourselves that it's pointless anyway, so it doesn't matter if we run away from that. Well, it is absolutely not pointless. Free masterclasses were a major driver of growth when I ran Digital Mums. I ran Digital Mums and built it up into a seven-figure business within the first three years of trading. And a big part of this success was delivering free masterclasses as what's known as lead magnets in order to capture email addresses from people that come and register for your free masterclass. And it was an amazing way for us to grow and build up our database of leads who then went on to purchase from us. Running these free masterclasses regularly helped generate over £150,000 every single month in revenue for our high ticket sales items like our social media trainings, which were upwards of £1,000 to do one of our full meaty courses. And then eventually when we launched our lower priced offer, which was 499 for a course, it was even more successful a strategy to help to sell those. So masterclasses can be such a great way of capturing leads. I've personally delivered over 300 free masterclasses to around 6,000 women, and I've had an average rating of 4.8 out of 5 in terms of how good they are as quality. So I think I know a thing or two about running masterclasses. Also, I've won awards for my teaching, so I know not only why they're a really great driver of leads and will be really good for you to help build your business, but also I can support you with some top tips of how to do that. So stay listening to get my top tips on running an amazing free masterclass. But let's first of all go back to why, particularly if you're feeling a little bit anxious right now, should you push yourself out of your comfort zone in order to deliver those free masterclasses? So as I touched on, they're in a really great way, firstly, to capture leads to sell your products and services. Particularly if you are selling audit services, strategy services, other types of training, digital products and courses, free masterclasses are a brilliant way to capture leads. So you offer some free training, it might even be just a 30 minute session, and as part of that offer, they have to give you their email address, which means you then obviously get to add them onto your database, however you're hosting that, I use MailerLite because I think it's brilliant. 
So they're a great way to generate leads to help to upsell all those products that you have to sell. Another amazing reason though to run free masterclasses is that you're building credibility and trust. So teaching business owners for free with a 30 minute session say is a brilliant way to show them that you're an expert on the subject matter, you're a safe pair of hands to support them with their business needs, that you're professional, that you're slick and that you know what you're doing and you come across like a thought leader. So they're a really great way to tick all of those boxes on that checklist that the business owner might want to see before they start to hand over money to someone, whether that's ongoing training, consultancy, or even marketing on a day-to-day -day basis on their platforms. Whatever it is that you're offering, by running a free masterclass to them, you are convincing them that you are the right person to do that. Another great reason to run free masterclasses though, and this has definitely worked for me, is that you can subtly educate potential clients. So often business owners don't know what they don't know. So they don't know that they need you because they don't realize perhaps how complex social media marketing is. They might not be seeing much growth or much results, but they don't necessarily know why. I've run free masterclasses on social media strategy to over 600 small business owners. And by covering all the stages and elements that goes into social media marketing, they actually realized that it was loads more complicated than they'd ever imagined. And this in turn helped me to sell them my course on social media strategy, which showed them how to do that and how to put together a strategy for their business. So for example, if you were, like some of my members, offering Reels services, you can offer a 30-minute masterclass talking all about how to create amazing Reels. And by the time you've finished, the people that have come realize how complicated and challenging it actually is to create a winning Reel and that they might need some of your support in order to go on and to be successful in that area. And the idea is that you give them enough information so that you're adding value, but also that you're helping them to realize that it is actually a lot more complicated perhaps than they thought and they might need your support. Whenever I run my masterclasses, I include simple polls. And for my Understanding Social Media Strategy Masterclass, I go through the various stages of the strategy. So how it's important to have goals, how you need to have customer personas, you need to have a brand strategy, you need to have a content strategy, and you need to track the data, etc. And for each of those sections, I would just have a quick poll, which would ask them, do they have that in place? So do they have clear goals? Are they tracking the data around those? Have they mapped their strategy around their marketing funnel? Do they have clear customer personas that they're really happy with, etc.? And they would almost always say, no, they don't. And then suddenly they realized how important that is and how much they had to learn. And then that significantly supported them to make the decision themselves that they needed that course. So make sure that you are subtly educating potential clients to help them understand why they might need your ongoing services and all the things you're trying to sell on the back of that free masterclass. Perhaps though, my most favorite reason for running free masterclasses 
is that you can use free masterclasses not only to capture leads, but to segment your audiences in order to more effectively sell to them. When running a free masterclass, I always recommend a webinar software tool that lets you set up a registration page. Firstly, that means obviously that you can track leads, which is great. But then on this registration page, you have the features to add a lead form with clear questions that then help you to segment your audiences. And that's whatever that might look like for you. But for me, for my course on social media strategy, I had quite a few different types of audiences that used to come and join me on my course. I've already mentioned small business owners, but also I would have women that wanted to become social media marketers and wanted to get a taste of what that looked like and to build some skills. I would also get some existing marketing freelancers, but perhaps they didn't know enough about social in order to be really great at offering what they offered already or to add social media to their mix and into their portfolio. I also would get some people that were employed managing social media, marketing their brand on social media, but perhaps they weren't really strategic and they'd never really understood how to go through those strategic steps. So I predominantly had four types of customers that I called wannabe social media marketers, business owners, freelance marketeers, and employed social media marketers. So I had four distinct audience types and they all were actually really quite different in terms of their pain points, their challenges and their motivations. So for my free masterclass, I would ask them which of the following best describes you. I'm hoping to get into a career in social media. I'm employed currently looking to manage and market more effectively on my company accounts. I run my own business and I want to create a strategy for my business. I'm a freelance marketer and I want to build social media skills. So I would literally ask them, which one of these are you? And I would often ask them one other thing, which would be, what's your biggest challenge right now with social media? And using that data, I can segment my audiences on MailerLite and send them tailored emails and tailored marketing copy that was best suited for their pain points. So if you run free masterclasses, not only do you capture leads, but you can add some information to help you understand who these people are and what their challenges are. And as I said, that might be whatever it looks like for you. So it could perhaps be company size or what's their job title. So whatever helps you to more effectively sell. And then my final reason for running free masterclasses is actually all about you and it's all about boosting your confidence and building your teaching skills. So all my members that have been running their first masterclasses have got such a boost in confidence. It's giving them a renewed energy. Some of them have said, you know, I feel like I've really got my mojo back and I've really enjoyed doing it. It made me realize that I am an expert. I do know what I'm talking about. I could answer all the questions that people asked. People came, which I couldn't quite believe, and they got such a buzz. So it really boosts your confidence. And building your teaching skills, it's just another skill set. And it might help you to then go on and deliver and sell paid training if that's something that you might want to do. So it builds skills at delivering engaging lessons. 
So hopefully I've convinced you why you should do it. So number one, capture leads. Number two, build credibility and trust as an expert and thought leader. Number three, subtly educate potential clients that they need you. Number four, segment your audiences to better sell to them. And number five, boost your confidence and build your teaching skills. So maybe you're now listening to this podcast thinking, yes, Catherine, I do want to run free masterclasses, but I have no idea how to go about it. So in my membership, I am running Run Your First Masterclass Challenge. But if you're not in my membership, I'm still going to give you my five top tips for running free masterclasses. So first up, be really clear on what you are using the masterclass to sell and that you've set everything up to sell immediately after it's finished. Now, this might feel obvious, but I have seen people go and deliver free masterclasses, but they haven't nailed all of their sales systems and processes to take advantage of those leads. So firstly, when you are designing the masterclass itself, and when I say designing, I don't necessarily mean the visual brand and the slides and what they look like. I mean instructional design, which if you've never heard that term, is basically the practice of putting together a learning tool. It could be a lesson or, as I've said, it could be a masterclass. So you are designing the masterclass to work out what learning outcomes do you want people to come away with and what you're going to cover and what you're going to teach on that masterclass. So when you are designing the content of the masterclass itself, make sure the content links directly back to what you are selling. So I've already talked a bit about my Understanding Social Media Strategy Masterclass, which then directly goes on to upsell a social media strategy course. Another example might be a free masterclass, my top tips for creating winning reels. And the idea is that that free masterclass upsells paid training on reels. It could also be a free masterclass which talks about your secret formula for a winning reel or even how to come up with content ideas and maybe the how to come up with content ideas for reels for your business goes on to upsell a content strategy that you offer as a service. So make sure the masterclass content and topic directly upsells what you want them to buy. So don't run something that's all about creating winning reels if you don't offer services around reels. Now that might seem obvious, but I do see people make a bit of a mistake where they are running a masterclass, but it doesn't directly sell. Even you can pull some content out of whatever it is that you are selling to create the masterclass. So if you do have a content strategy, go through it and think, okay, what can I pull out of this that I can turn into a 30 minute masterclass of time for questions, which then goes on to directly upsell this. The benefit of this is not only does it immediately then help to upsell a particular product, but also the more it relates to what you're selling, the more you have organic opportunities to reference your paid product. So you don't even necessarily have to constantly push it in terms of, you know, people should buy it. You are making them realize they need to buy it without even pushing it in a hardcore sales way. So for example, when I ran my Understanding Social Media Strategy Masterclass and I did my polls, I would touch on goals and I would touch on content strategy and I would touch on data and analytics because obviously that's a lot to cover 
in one single free masterclass. But as I'm going through those sessions, there's plenty of opportunity for me to say, I go into this in a lot more detail on my paid course. Uh, and then that way you're making them realize that you've got a paid course, which is going to help them with that problem and pain point. Now, of course, you can also reference and should reference your course at the start. And I'm totally upfront with that when I do. And I say, look, this free masterclass is going to give you top tips for X. But I'm going to let you know right now that I do have a course that teaches this. And it's currently on a, a, an early bird offer or you get a discount for attending the masterclass. And then again, mention it at the end. But I'm organically mentioning it plenty of times throughout without it feeling promotional because it's directly linking back to what I'm selling. My next top tip is something that I see people make the mistake of and some very big influencers, giant course creators and sellers, and they create a free masterclass that is purely a sales tool and it is just really not adding value at all. And I think free masterclasses should genuinely add value as a stand alone and not purely be something to sell. I've attended so many and I'm not going to lie, I go and I attend them partly as a little bit of research for me to see how other people are doing it. And I'm often shocked by how little value they add. They are just one big giant promo tool. There's no real content. It's completely superficial. And this actually puts me off buying the product. It doesn't feel to me that it, it syncs with my values around integrity and honesty. And it makes me think, what, what value are you going to really give me in that course? Because you've given me zero value in this masterclass. So the key is to add some value, but not too much value. I would go for around 20 minutes of professional slides to start off with, giving 20 minutes of value and 10 minutes for questions. I have run many masterclasses, which are around 45 minutes with 15 minutes for questions, though. But I think for you guys, if you've never done one before, it's a really good idea to start off at the 20 minute mark for a 30 minute masterclass, which allows plenty of time for questions. I would put regular engagement tactics throughout polls or throw out, you know, just a simple question or just do a simple quiz and give, as I've said, plenty of times for questions. So share some useful insights and make sure that you add value and make sure it's a value add and a sales tool and not just a sales tool. A good starter for 10 is to map out a few basic learning outcomes that the masterclass will help to meet. So what do you want them to have done by the time they've finished? Do you want them to learn X or to understand what a reel is, to understand winning formats for reels? Could be an example of a learning outcome. For my understanding social media strategy, it's things like understanding the components of a strategy, understanding the importance of goals, etc. So map out your learning outcomes and then work from there. My next top tip is to make sure that they are very well designed from a visual perspective. This is super, super important. And it's not just about them being pretty. It's about them being effective teaching tools. So please make sure that they are very visual. Do not add loads of text. I cannot emphasize this enough. When people put together presentations, they almost always ram them full of text. If you feel you need the text as a bit of a crutch to remind you what to say, put them in speaker notes. Your minimum font size for text on your slide should be 26 to 30 font size. And if you go so that you've got to the point where you've gone smaller than that, there's too much text. Less is more. Less is more as well when you're designing 
the structure. Have one key message per slide and add more slides to break up information. I see people really worry about having too many slides in their masterclass because it's then going to be too long, which doesn't really make any sense because you could spend a second on a slide, 10 seconds on a slide or one minute on a slide. And having more slides just means you go through them more quickly, but it's all about breaking up the information. I like to add a single image set as a background in Canva and have large white text with my key message over the top and obviously have the image sync directly to what I'm talking about. Use plenty of white space, also called negative space, which is the absence of information on your slide. So have lots of nice space around the edges. Don't overload your slide with information because particularly when you're teaching something complicated, which inevitably social media is, it just gets really overwhelming. So use best practice in design, make it really visual, less is more, don't have too much text and use plenty of white space. And use one of Canva's amazing presentation templates as a starter for 10 and that will help to guide you. My next tip is design them well from an instructional design perspective. Instructional design, as I've said, is putting together a teaching tool. And my structure that I use is what, why, how. What is the subject explained? So every single person is clear what you are talking about. So if you were talking about understanding social media strategy, I would talk about what a strategy is. If it was winning reels formats, I would say what is a reel and what is the format of the reels? So everyone is really clear on what you are talking about. Don't assume prior knowledge. You're gonna have loads of different levels come to your masterclass. Next up, I always have why. Why is it important? So why should they be paying attention? Why is it really important to be doing reels? Why is it really important to have a strategy? Then you've got them bought in with your subject matter. And then and only then do I move on to the how, which is how do you do it? So your top tips. Also, including relevant examples really helps. I like to use screenshots of examples from actual brand accounts. You could even use your own. Use the Canva iPhone frames, or they have some really lovely Mac laptop and Mac desktop frames. Do a screenshot on your computer or on your phone and pull it into a frame and it makes it look really slick. My next top tip is to make them really engaging. Don't make the mistake of talking endlessly for 40 minutes and taking questions at the end. A good rule of thumb is that people can't really concentrate for longer than 15 minutes at a time. So I like to do every sort of 10 minutes of talking, I like to just put in one single engaging element. And it might be a poll, it could be just throwing out a question to people, it could also be a very simple quiz. So I run an Instagram marketing masterclass recently and I just had a little quiz which said, how many algorithms are there on Instagram? You can also put in a little quiz at the end to test their knowledge of what you've talked about. Simple poll might be at the beginning, letting them know the size, give me an A for the size of your business if you if it's just you, give me a B if you've got staff, or I like to do just a quick sense check to just everyone, give me an elevator pitch of your business or your reason for coming today, which again helps you to pepper the masterclass with examples because you know who is there, who has come to your masterclass. So start off by asking people to give a single elevator pitch of who they are. For you guys, if, you, if it's for business owners, just say, give me an elevator pitch of your business and one reason that you've come to this masterclass today, right at the start. 
Do this for the first few minutes because also I don't tend to start mine officially until five minutes past, just to deal with some latecomers. As I said, that then helps you to reference them throughout and pop in a few bespoke examples. So if someone has told me that they've got a recruitment business or if they've told me they've got a fashion business, I just try and remember that and I'll say, oh, so for example, you, Ella, you could do X. Take questions after each section, what, why, how. Run simple polls, A, B, C. If you don't have polls within your webinar software, then it's really easy to just ask them and just say, give me an A if you don't have a social media strategy right now. Give me a B or give me an A if you've never created a reel. Give me a B if you've created a few reels, but you're just not really sure. Give me a C if you feel like you've created quite a lot and you know what you're talking about. So just run simple polls as engagement tools. And as I said, you can also run just a fun quiz to test people's knowledge. And then my final tip is practice them in advance just to, just to see how long is it taking and so that you can watch that recording back in order to give yourself some critical feedback. You could also deliver it to some critical friends. I would avoid your partner, but maybe some friends that you know will give you good feedback or even some of your peers. So in my membership, I get people to deliver a free masterclass to a little mini peer group that I've set up for them. So they or I buddy them up so that they can actually deliver a masterclass to each other and then give each other feedback. It's just a really good way to practice, build a bit of confidence, make sure that it is going to take the time that you think it's going to take and also get some really nice feedback that's going to help you to improve it. And don't forget to have your masterclass itself recorded because then you can send that recording out afterwards to people that didn't attend. But also, as you're sending it out to people that didn't come, you can include that compelling and tailored marketing messaging for your paid products. And even if people don't buy immediately after the masterclass, nurture them in your database and they might buy from you later. But another reason to record the masterclass is that you can actually then use that masterclass to pitch running a masterclass in a business network. Once you've got it under your belt and you've done it once, then you can actually use it to go and schmooze some business networks that have got access to your audiences and just say, look, I could run this masterclass for you. It's a value add, it's a freebie, um, and you know, it's a bit of a win-win situation. So definitely record it. If you don't get anyone come to your masterclass, which is most people's biggest fear, don't worry. Because what you can say at the start is, I've had loads of people say that they haven't been able to come live, but they've sent me questions in advance and then have a few fake names like Lucy and Ella have sent me in some questions and just come readily prepped with what you know you want to answer or what you think are going to be commonly asked questions. So don't panic. And you can always say lots of people registered, but if you, you know, people have said they can't come live and they're going to watch it on replay. It's not the end of the world. Another massive fear is if people say, what if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to? I have been asked questions that I do not know the answer to on my masterclasses. And I just say, do you know what, Ella? I'm not sure about that right now. I'm going to go away and research that and get back to you. I've not used that tool before, or that's not a tactic that I've ever heard of, and it's nothing that I'm doing or any of my members are doing, but you know, there's always things that we can all be learning, so I'm gonna go and do a bit of research and I'll get back to you, so don't panic, it's fine. Another top tip, though, is if you get someone slightly derailing with asking loads and loads of questions, and if they ask questions that you can't cover, and my most common one is where someone has given me their elevator pitch, and then they want to 
ask me so many questions like what sort of content should I be sharing, for example, that I could never answer without doing a consultancy session with them. And I'll say, do you know what? That's a really great question that I can't answer right now because you would need to have done a lot of work on your customer personas before you could consider what type of content is going to work. And I can't really support you without delving more into the consultancy space, but I offer one-to-one consultancies for X amount of money should you wish to get more tailored one-to-one support. Or if they ask you something that is totally irrelevant, like you're running something on strategy and they're asking you loads of questions about reels, just say, do you know what? That's a great question. It's not what we're covering on this masterclass though. Let me pop it into what I call the car park. And if we get time at the end, then I'll come back to it. But inevitably you don't really get time at the end. So those are just a few of my facilitation tips. Come ready prepared with some questions. If you get answered something that you don't know the answer to, don't panic. Just say, I'll get back to you. And if someone slightly hijacks, don't be afraid to explain you can't support them without knowing more. And then finally, if you get questions that are unrelated to your topic that you're covering on the masterclass, pop them in what we call the car park. So those are all my top tips. Of course, if you were in my membership, you get loads of support around this, but hopefully I've helped you by giving you some free value add content to get you running your first free masterclass. And please do subscribe for more gold information about building your social media business. I like to think it's gold information anyway. And also, if you do ever run a masterclass, do let me know by tagging me in LinkedIn or on Instagram. That's it for now. Join me next week.